This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Welcome to episode 56 of Realty Talk with Ellie, Hannah, and Galen. Um, so we're just checking in with everybody. First time I've seen you guys in a couple days. Um, Ellie brought in the end of the world at the fourth ward, so she's here alive. <laughs> um, Hannah was down in Florida, right? Yes. And I really haven't been doing much. So, um, so the big big topic today, um, I'm going to probably do another video on this semi soon, but meaning to do it, but I'll, I'll get to it. Um, so the big buzzword around the world is coronavirus and not the beer, even though I did get a pack of corona over the weekend because I was actually feeling sunny out, so I wanted some corona, but um, it was good. Um, so coronavirus, basically our topic today is how it is affecting obviously the world, but how is it affecting our real estate, local real estate market, um, global and all that, but we're probably going to focus more here locally because mm -hmm. that's kind of how the show uh, works. Um, so Ellie, have you seen so far with anybody that you've dealt with, have they had any issues with Corona or especially your other job? If you can talk about that. Um, real estate. Yes. I've had two separate buyers that were active, one of which said they have to postpone for a while because one of them has lost their jobs. And the other one who um, is just postponing until the scare is gone because they, they're worried about um, catching it. So um, it has affected real estate and my other job, um, I, I expect we're about to see a lot of foreclosures. I know that, that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, um, FHA, you know, government um, backed loans have is, have suspended mortgage payments or something along those lines. Um, I just read that earlier. So I think that will kill the, the flow of foreclosures, but I think that we're going to start seeing financial repercussions. Um, and we're also <laughs> CDBG and New York State HCR and all these different funding sources are all working from home, but they would like us to resume business as usual, working with our elderly and disabled demographic clients, which really, um, I have personal feelings about that. I'm very concerned about, you know, spreading it to pe people who are, are they coming risk. in older people. We're supposed to be still com doing contracts, doing assessments, business as usual in person. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Cause we, at, at the moment we don't have a digital way of doing it. Um, it's, something that would have to, um, they have to approve any, any of the way we do contracts. And right now it's just paper. So it would have to, there's just, it's, there's a lot of moving parts and, and I think people, it's hard to respond fast enough to get everything situated. So hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's a little crazy that, that the, I know just cause the, typically people older in age are the ones that are more susceptible to it. Mm -hmm. So I think that that, like I'm one that I'm trying to avoid like older people if I can, um, yeah. grandparents, things like that just because they're at more of a risk. Mm -hmm. I'm, I feel totally fine. Meaning like, I'm not worried if I get it, I'm not worried. Like, but I'm worried that it would spread to someone that can't handle it. That's my, that's literally my only concern. Transmission is, is yeah, it's my that's, primary fear. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll be fine. Like my, I was worried at, at first for my kids, but then I found that like, it's literally not even touching kids right now. Like, yeah, even if they so, even if they catch it, like the death rate, I'm pretty. I don't think anyone anyone under 11 has died, as yeah, far as I know. From and again, I, I'm not going to get too number wise because I don't watch enough news and stuff. But I mean, basically, your high area zones, like the average age is like 81 of people that have passed away, and you know that's quite a high average. Meaning that I'm sure even if there's a 50 year old that it hit, that's really bringing the average down. You know, it's an outlier. So, um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it, but um, Hannah, you just traveled, so how was that? Um, the travel was honestly a little bit weird. My flight going to Florida out of Plattsburgh, um, like probably half the plane was empty, and as soon as we sat down, all the moms had Clorox wipes wiping down the windows, the back of their seats, um, everything. Did they make sure to give you some? Uh, they were willing to share. And Good. immediately when we got on the plane too, um, everyone kind of spread out. So we all sat in our signed seats and then the flight attendants let us kind of spread out throughout the plane. So that was good. Um, but I was planning on going to Universal once I got to Florida, but Universal was uh, closed. So we didn't end up going. Um, it was, everyone was just very cautious, not really touching anything. Um, I think as a whole, like everyone's working together to not really spread germs and it's quite obvious then on the way coming home it was the same thing people spread out throughout the planes there was more people on the on the flight but still not a very full flight for spring break well i think the one that came to plattsburgh flew on an allegiant flight from florida a few weeks ago i think they came out of fort lauderdale okay i think I might be wrong on that, but I flew out of Florida a couple of weeks ago, but on a different flight, mm-hmm. like not from Fort Lauderdale. So uh, they weren't on my plane, but again, it's crazy how like it just spread like that. And now I don't know, obviously we don't know who the person is that has it, but I, I think it's just like kind of like an old, older gentleman mm-hmm. who was the one that had it. So, um, but with that being said, how does it affect the market? Obviously, Ellie, you just talked about it a little bit. Um, I've had this week alone one, two, three, four, five, six, six event, six meetings that I know of have been canceled and or switched to calls. Like I just literally spent like not too long before, well, Hannah showed up. I was on the phone for about 45 minutes with somebody that was supposed to come in and talk about stuff. And again, I had no problem. I told she text me this morning and said, you're more than welcome to come in, but I will totally call you if that's more comfortable for you. Um, and then on the flip side, I've had a showing already today. Uh, we just coordinated another showing right after this and I have to go a showing after this also, and then going to their house about listing their property. And then tomorrow morning we have a listing early in the morning. Um, so it's weird. It's just kind of how people react to it, but I'm totally fine with going into people's homes. So I haven't seen, it's really to me dependent on the actual, client themselves they don't want us going in i totally respect that like we can postpone i've had another couple things postponed um which is fine because it's given me a lot more time to hang out actually at home so i've spent a lot of time with my family recently which has been a lot of fun and i haven't been as rushed with stuff i've spent a little bit more time left the house a little bit later you know stayed up a little bit later than i normally would and just kind of enjoyed like kind of hanging out um and not being like morning to night, just like swamped. I am, but I, I'm, I'm limited in certain things. Um, obviously, any event that's held at a public place, like I had some lunches, I had a couple of breakfasts, I had a couple events that would take place not in you know a person's house, but like in a public public place. Um, those have all been canceled, obviously. Um, and a couple ones, like I was meeting with somebody um, on Friday that like like kind of a business mentor kind of thing. So we're probably just going to do it through like FaceTime, which is fine. Um, so I've seen that be a big difference in regards to people actually selling and buying. I've seen a spike in that too, where probably in the last week, if I had to really count, probably close to 10 to 12 people have mentioned something, either delaying the clo- delaying their them showing homes, delaying them maybe going to look for homes. I've had another one where I was supposed to go... Um, 
kind of for a bank situation that's getting postponed so there is some things that have kind of been put on hold i say that but then i've also had five five sides like buyer seller sides go pending since friday so you're talking within a like a half a week i've had a bunch of deals go together but then i've had a bunch of things canceled so it's very it's weird because that's like two extremes um so i think the biggest thing is i don't know what to expect and every day changes so like going to like yesterday the grocery store like just stuff was like completely off the shelf and i wasn't going because like stocking up i was just literally going because i'm like we don't have food in the house like it's kind of our normal like we're slow let's go get food um but i'm seeing people especially older people older people like closer maybe to like retirement or that have a little more stake in like the, the stock market be a little bit more cautious obviously younger people we're just kind of doing business as normal because it's not as much of a threat and stock market doesn't, it's not like crippling me at this point in my life. Um, you know, so I think it's actually gonna be a good time maybe to capitalize on some low stuff going forward, you know, economically. But um, then I'm also concerned locally, like you said, with people not working. And That's my biggest concern. I think, I mean, obviously I can concern for people's health and, and safety, but I think the economic repercussions are, are going to be catastrophic. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've spoken with a few people who, uh, like my, my dad used to uh, trade stocks or people who work in the financial industry here and saying that this is already worse than 2008. And, and that, that worries me a little bit. I'm not concerned mm-hmm. about myself. Again, I feel fairly confident that I will be okay and that my family will be okay, but I am worried about people who who live paycheck to paycheck and maybe don't have so much cushion in a situation where now maybe they don't have work for a week or two mm-hmm. or two months. Um th- those are the people that I I you know have empathy for and, and would like to help as much as possible and that's when the, I think the community is going to step up. Yeah. And I think the weird part right now is the fact that like schools are closed, certain businesses, certain things like restaurants are forced to close. Mm-hmm. But then also like when I come to work here, like we're having Nicole work at home just because I more so because I'm pretty sure her kids daycare is going to be canceled. So it's more to get acclimated with working because of them versus like, like I feel this is a pretty clean place. Like we're upping our cleaning to once a week here with, um, you know, just to have it clean, just, you know, as a precaution. Um, but I think, it's weird seeing like BBG still working. You know, I literally was on the street yesterday with Andy who works here. Like everybody else is working. So it's, it's kind of a weird, like you're people that can't work because they're regulated or told not to by the government aren't working. But a lot of small businesses, it's still, I mean, I'm getting emails like crazy. I'm getting like the people haven't shut down. So it's kind of weird. So you don't know it's conflicting. So I always find like going and doing stuff either. It feels like you shouldn't be on the streets, but then you're like, I'm fine on the streets. It's just weird. I don't know how they're enforcing it, but I do know at some point this afternoon, Cuomo also said that he wants businesses to have, have 50% of their people, their workforce at home. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how they're going to enforce that. If they want to rotate shift, say like how, or are they going to say 50% of people need to be essentially laid off, but that's another new development. That's, I have people who are working, you know, in banks and stuff that are starting to worry about that because mm-hmm. that's going to impact well, them. Well, people ask, like, is it affecting closings? It hasn't affected any closings yet besides no. they don't want in-person closings, meaning... It's all digital now. Well, it's digital, but, like, we can... Sellers can pre-sign documents, and mm-hmm. you can have sellers go in and pre-sign, and then buyers go in and sign and close the document. And that is totally normal. That happens every day. But now the regu- like the attorneys around here are forcing... that. that that's how all the the closing is going to be, you're not going to have five to 10 people sitting around a table. Which makes sense. Yeah. And, I, I'm, and I, to be honest, I'm okay with that because closings, 
or they, well, they take time too, <laughs> yeah. like out of the day that you could be doing other stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, but the only thing that would really worry me is if for some reason the bank banking industry got hit and now all of a sudden we have loans and processing and underwriters aren't working and then everything's just completely stalled, which I have two thoughts on this. Either that's the way it's going to go in about a week or two. So I'm kind of prepped for a complete shutdown, not from, not from meeting with people about listing and stuff, but just actual closings. Like they're done. Like, yeah. Hey, you want to make an offer? Great. You need a prequal letter. Great. Bank's not in session. Like you can't. Yeah. Um, I have had a couple deals. We have one deal I'm working on, which actually might work out for my person because they're refusing any other showings at this point. And I'm like, well, that kind of actually gives us time to do some stuff on our end. Um, but that's the really the only thing from a a banking or real estate shutdown. But granted, if that happens, then you just work on other stuff. Like it's a million things I can be working on. So I'm actually okay if that was to happen in the sense that it would be kind of a nice like calm, I guess, for mm-hmm. a time. Um, and you get to do some other stuff. But um, then I've seen people talk about virtual showings, mm-hmm. which I get. Like don't get me wrong. You know, it's been done. People aren't around, but it's very tough to sell a house virtually. So even if you have the greatest cameras and stuff in the world, people still want to go in the house and like walk around and get a feel for it. So I don't know. I mean, I'll do that if somebody wants to, but I'm not really going to think that that's like the way to buy a home right now because Mm -hmm. I can show you all the footage I want, but I guarantee you're still at some point going to want to go back in and see the property. So I think that that's kind of, I don't think we're going to see as much of that as people I think are hyping up like the virtual reality of it. I'm like, it's true, but people still like to, it's like buying clothes online versus going to a store and like actually feeling it and trying it on. You have more confidence buying if you can actually go see it in person. Um, yeah. So that's, Oh, and the other, the other side, if it doesn't go that route, I've heard, I don't know if this is true or not. Again, this is a headline that I saw and if it's wrong, I apologize, but there, there was a a Corona vaccine that they've, came up with yeah that, they're testing it it's it's in in progress i've also read that there are some successful trials in a couple countries think, yeah cuba and china i want to say with the two oh i could be wrong but i know there are there's no like definitive evidence yet but they are te- rolling out quite a few things and there have been a few things that have been effective at uh, like what slowing it i guess um my thought process on this is because most of the times we've had these like whatever pandemics or whatever you want to call them, they've been a lot of times out of China. Like, you know, so think about like the bird flu, SARS, mad cow disease, Zika, all these different, the only people that were really shutting down and doing what we're doing now was those people that were infected by it. So China was doing all this multiple times in our lifetime. They've Mm -hmm. had this even since the last probably 20 years. The only reason that this is so crazy is because it's gotten bigger so I think it's, there's more like craziness because it's actually in the U.S. versus yes. where if it was in China, it's still going on in China. It's just not as because it's more contained, even though. So it's almost like the Chinese people, I'm, I'm assuming, I don't know how bad it is compared to the other viruses, but is it something where the people from China are just like, hey, we just dealt with this like a couple years ago with, you know, SARS or 10 years ago with SARS, like it, whatever, we'll, we'll beat it. And so I don't know how it translates because it's our first time we've ever experienced like a uh, pandemic or whatever, but it makes me think, is it, is it just di- different? Cause we've never experienced it where China, you know, having experience like this in recent history is maybe it's not that big of a deal. Cause I've also heard that there's things in China that are happening that are very positive. So it's almost like they're beating it, but the rest of the country still like world is going to be a little bit behind it because they obviously started four months ago. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. Just it, it's cool. Like this really could be, you know, three weeks from now, everybody goes back to school and it was just like, oh wow, remember that crazy thing that happened a month ago? Or it could go on for months. You don't know. So I think that's kind of it. It's the unknown right now. Yeah, how it's going to play out. Healthcare professionals I've talked to, the average I hear is they say that it's going to be um, probably a couple months before things really start to clear up Mm -hmm. and six to 12 before things like completely return back to normal. Again, that's just their their perspectives as nurses and doctors. My guess is like schools, like kids in school, I think will be back in school before the end of the year. Not like, which is like June, but I think you could see them going back like, middle of may to memorial day because if most of it's contained and people are fight like clearing it they're probably like the the rate of exposure is so low right now or or spreading that you can go back but maybe wrong i could be totally wrong could be like hey listen this is going all the way till this fall i don't know doubled in new york from since yesterday it's y- yeah highly but, contagious yeah which i think it will but i think there's uh, there's always a spike when it first happens and i think yeah. you, you hit a wall and then it kind of it's like everything else you'll hit a wall and it'll slowly taper off that's so, why they're trying to do i think what they're doing now to to limit that well that's it exponential uh, what we're growth. doing now is preventative measures mm-hmm. it's not yes you're reacting to it but you're reacting to it in the sense that it is you're, you're reacting to what could happen by taking precaution. Best case scenario, it looks like an overreaction because that means it works. Yeah, so yeah. I'm cool with that. Like, it's yeah. not it's not like we're hiding because everybody has it. We're hiding so people don't get it. <laughs> like, yeah, so it's I I think it shows how much the community loves each other because we're going to such great lengths to protect mm-hmm. our our elderly neighbors and our disabled neighbors instead of necessarily just protecting ourselves. Yeah, so nice. I think yeah. it'll be fine. I'm I'm a very optimistic person, Hannah, um, because. Do you have anything to add on that? Or do you want to talk about something different? Oh, no, I'm good. Okay. So, Anna, are you excited? Because Hannah tomorrow is helping out with her first, like, basically listing. Yeah. So I'm excited. Nice. Okay. <laughs> We're good. So we'll, we'll be okay, right? We'll get yes. it on. Now, what happens if it sells very quick? Are you going to get super excited? Um. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. Now, oh. I just check, and I want to see what level of your um, excitement was. No, I'm pretty excited. Um, but if it, uh, I mean, yeah. I think Are you going to spray paint over my name and put Hannah on it? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that works. Um, all right. I think that's it. Office quote of the day. Hannah? Don't ask me. Do you watch The Office? I mean, I no, a while oh, ago. Okay. Ellie? Who's your worm guy? It, well, I, I would think like right now, Creed Bratton would be just running rampant. I don't think he cares. No, he'd be he'd be out like hoarding stuff. Dwight obviously would be selling toilet paper at an exorbitant price. Did you see someone that tried doing that was hand sanitizer and got like busted? Yeah. I was thinking in the beginning, I'm like, dude, if somebody has toilet paper and hand sanitizer, I was thinking from like an economical, like you could flip it and make more money. But yes, I it's get it. It's super douchey. But I get it from like the douchebag, like against humanity thing. It's not probably the best thing you should go try to flip is no. when people actually need it for health concerns. There's hustling and then there's just being a jerk. Yeah. So at first I'm like, yeah. oh, you got it just to like distribute it. That's yeah. kind of cool. But yeah, that's not something I, I condone. If you have toilet paper, give your toilet paper to your friends. Yeah. Um, you have one roll left at my apartment. I, I did. I just, I just got some. Just, just, well, is it two ply? Just pull it into one ply. Well, it's, it's, it's <laughs> one ply, but we've had it. Oh, you gotta for go, a while. Hannah. We've had Hannah, it. do yourself a favor and we get at tissues. least two ply. Give it, get at least two ply. Yeah, I know, but we didn't, where are we gonna get it from? You're almost graduated co- college, Hannah. You, you, <laughs> and then we also have no bread because there's no bread at Hannaford. Make some. Um, I picked up, <laughs> actually, there was actually none. I picked up two rolls. Gina goes, can you get 
regular English muffins. So I got the brand she wanted, and I got English muffins, but they were cinnamon raisin, which she didn't oh, want. And dude, I'm, no. there was Come only on. two left. Times are tough, man. I got my, the loaf of <laughs> bread. You put peanut butter and jelly on that; it will taste like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. It'll be fine. That'll be gross. The loaf of peanut bread that I got is called maple syrup on her honey. Be good. It's called French peasant. That's the that's, that's the what the name brand of what of the b- bread that I had to get French peasant. Yeah. Sounds a little My, delicious. I, I, it's like the Black Plague. I was like, seriously? Like, <laughs> the peanut butter is almost all gone too. Really? Damn, I forgot to get some. I got Hannaford Generic. She's like, give me Skippy. I either, okay, <laughs> okay, this is a dilemma story. Do you get the Hannaford Generic regular peanut butter or do you get the 25% fat reduced Skippy? You get Jif. Wasn't available. Don't change the question. Oh. Smucker's is the only other one. I would compare the ingredients and get whichever is closest to regular Skippy. Fair. Skippy, Fair. your choice? <laughs> no, Jif is my choice. Jif. You Skippy or Jif? Jif. Where's Skippy home? Mm. Weird. Creamy? Or You know what? I like a good chunk here and there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't say it like that. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> eat creamy. <laughs> Extra nuts, you know? <laughs> um, no, I'm okay with both those, actually. I'm, I don't discriminate against it's my a butter. thing. I like cashew butter, too. Like almond butter. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. It's probably all the butters I can think of. Um, <laughs> all right, office quote of the day. Was that it? Just worm guy? Who's your worm guy? Paying too much for worms, man. Well, I was going to say, I, I think Creed right now would be extraordinarily high. Maybe Kevin, because he, can, uh, he can't count. Would be high for what? What do you mean? One plus 11 gets you home by seven. <laughs> he was home by 4.30 that night. Uh, that's still one of my favorite lines. No, the one I was thinking about the other day was... And I actually watched it. Remember from season one, going all the way back, remember the hot girl episode, mm-hmm. which was with Amy Adams mm-hmm. and Jim, Pam and Roy are sitting at the table mm-hmm. and Kevin comes walking in mm-hmm. and Kevin's like, man, that purse girl is hot. And Jim's like, eh, not really my type. He goes, are you gay? And he goes, cause eh. he goes, what do you like then? He goes, moms, moms. <laughs> he goes really all kind of moms, soccer moms. He's going through everything. Then Kevin's saying, he's like, Stay away from my mom. <laughs> Too late, Kev. <laughs> That's just that was like a great liner from the opening s- season. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty good. I got that one for the you most did. part. You was did that pretty job. close? You did a good job. Good I'm enough. Proud of you. Enough to pass. Did you see that Brian? Um, I can't remember his last name, but the guy who plays Kevin Bumgarner. Wished, wished uh, Ryan Lee a happy birthday. Ryan and Kevin, man, pretty one cool. in the same buddies. Pretty cool. That was, that was pretty neat. I like that. Well done, Lauren. Yeah, she did a good job. Well done. Actually, I was disappointed because we were supposed to have. I, we can say it now, Ryan. If you, Ryan might not listen to this. He was supposed to have a surprise birthday party at Olive Ridley's for his birthday. Aww. His birthday was St. Patrick's Day. I was excited because he's my buddy, and I was going to be able to go out, and it was St. Patrick's Day, which is excited. I knew people were going to be wearing our shirts, which I was excited. It was just going to be a big day. Yeah. And literally, Lauren told me the, like the day or two before they canceled, and I was so sad. I was sad. And they were supposed to go bar hopping for his birthday, which also got canceled. So Ryan is due for a bar hopping day. Yes, so I might, might take him up on that up. Yeah, yeah, when he wants to do that because it'll be fun. He's a tall drink of water, so he can drink a lot of beer, more than me. But that'll be fun. I'll try to keep up. No so, tequila. So warm guy, no tequila. Hey, tequila. <laughs> okay, we're going to end there. All right. I got to go. Ellie maybe has to go. Hannah's got to go. Yep. Okay. You're back, you're back in, Hannah? Ready to go? Ready, ready to grind? Yeah. So, so now that you're not working because you can't work, <laughs> are you just like doubling, tripling, quadrupling down real estate? Yeah, I'm going to try to. Um, I want to get started like immediately, especially because after vacation, I'm like, okay, now I'm excited. <laughs> like, um, And 
also, yeah, I don't work, and then I don't have school to go to, so I'm like, geez, got a lot of time on my hands. Oh, I'd go crazy. <laughs> Do you want to call 250 people for me? Maybe. We'll talk about this off air. All right, that's it. <laughs> Episode 56, Realty Talk. We out.